I want to share with you guys this key principle in life, and that is wherever your focus goes, energy flows. And what do I mean by energy? You've heard me talk about emotions. Emotions are energy in motion. It is a feeling that we have where we take action. It's why it's energy in motion, because we're usually doing something with it, depending on what it is that we're feeling. And some of that motion is inaction, right? Sometimes we're, we're not taking any action because of that feeling that it is that we're experiencing. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I am excited that you are with me another week and wanting to hear this information that I have for you today. And I want to share with you that what I'm going to talk to you about today tends to be very predominant in my world right now. You know, school's back in session. We're busy with sports and other activities that my children are in. My husband is working a ton because he works in the hospital and there's this thing going on in the world. And so there tend to be a lot more patients at the hospital and short-staffed with his staffing needs. And he's starting back up school. So there's just this busyness or this lots of going on in my world. And as we're gearing up, like my kids are already talking about the upcoming holidays. Like it is approaching so quickly. At least it is for me. I have a daughter who has a birthday that's coming and then it's Halloween, then it's Thanksgiving, and then it's Christmas and New Year's. This is the season of life where towards the end of the year, it just seems there's more going on. And with that, our brain, I want to talk about our brain today. I think we talk about our brain almost every episode, but this one in particular, our brain is naturally wired for your safety and for your survival and to conserve energy. That is the purpose of what our brain does. It is what is hardwired to do. And so our brain naturally tends to be a downer, right? What do I mean by that? There's these sayings of a Debbie Downer or a negative Nelly. That is the natural automatic default response of our brain. It's just what is because it wants to keep us safe. It wants to conserve energy. So it's easiest to do that in these ways. And so our brain is constantly scanning for dangers and problems in our world. What are some of those problems? What do we experience that shows up as problems in our world? Maybe it's something that is unknown. We're on a new school year. Where we are in the world, are we going to be in person or remote? Are we going to be a mixture of both? Maybe it's unknown to how my my husband's schooling is going to go. Or is he going to be lacking staff through this this winter season uh, in the healthcare? There's so many things that we can look at that are unknown. And that is danger to the mind. It's danger to the brain. 
Maybe your brain is scanning for the next thing that goes wrong, right? Oh, when is it going to go wrong again? Whatever that looks like in your world. Maybe it's the thing that feels like it's wrong is the next time I'm in conflict with another person. Maybe it's my spouse. Maybe it's my children. Maybe it's a family member in my extended family. Whatever that looks like. Maybe it's conflict with your boss or an employee or colleague in the work with you. That's what this might look like. Or maybe the problem is forgetting things or experiencing something that you want to do and you might miss out on it if you don't attend. All of these look like problems to the brain. And it goes into this place of problem land. It naturally goes, you guys. It's where it spends its time. It finds it useful to be in a space of problem. I want to share with you kind of how this has gone down in the Porter world, what I've experienced in my own world. I have a daughter who is gearing up for a school project. She just got this information this week. And every night as screens are being shut down and we're gearing up for some, maybe some quiet reading time in the rooms, you know, she feels that she needs to come speak to me about this project that she just got assigned. It is a creative project. She gets to use a lot of creativity. There's a drawing, there's a written portion. What she gets to do is write up a project, create an imaginary bird and with different parts that she gets to create and what the habitat. It's pretty interesting and exciting that she gets to be creative and to do these things. And She has this thought, mom and dad aren't going to be in town and I have this project that's due. And so she comes and talks to me. Her brain is wired, right? There's a problem. Here's a problem. I got this thing to do. Mom and dad aren't going to be around. And so our brain is wired to treat something in the future as a present moment problem. And I notice and have observed this with my own child with my own brain. Right now we're going to stick with this, with what's going on in my world with my daughter. And so I want to share with you guys this key principle in life. And that is wherever your focus goes, energy flows. And what do I mean by energy? You've heard me talk about emotions. Emotions are energy in motion. It is a feeling that we have where we take action. It's why it's energy in motion, because we're usually doing something with it, depending on what it is that we're feeling. And some of that motion is inaction, right? Sometimes we're, we're not taking any action because of that feeling that it is that we're experiencing. Wherever your focus goes, energy flows. And when you're focused on the problem, what you end up doing is creating more problems and it will grow bigger and bigger and bigger in your mind where we get to a point where it's unsolvable. It seems that there might be no solution to this problem. And this is what has happened in my daughter's world. You continue to fuel this downward spiral emotion, which continues to create more of what you don't want more problems. And you guys, the opposite is also true. When you focus your attention on the solution, you'll find and be creative to discover more solutions. You'll be more open to a lot more ideas to solution problems. When we're focusing on what can I do about it? What action can I actually take? 
you begin fueling your body and your mind with those upward spiral emotions. I've been in places in my own business where it's, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do, but I know I'll figure it out. Like, it's going to be interesting to see how I handle this, how I approach this. When I get into the place of, I don't know what to do with something, I get more of the, I don't know what to do. When I get into a place of curiosity around something, how am I going to handle it? Ideas start flowing because I'm being open to the experience and how I'm going to discover solutions instead of focusing on the problem. Like my next podcast episode, what am I going to talk about? I can't tell you. My husband can speak to this. How often I'll go into the next, uh, going into a new week, like, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to share? And my husband always says to me, he's like, Lindsay, I don't know why you go to this place because when your episode launches, there's always an episode there and it's always great, (laughs) you know, but it's our brain. Our brain is wired to find the dangers, to look for the problems. And that's what it does. And we can work on really focusing our brain on solutions and being open to those experiences. Your brain is amazing at finding what you're looking for. I'm going to go back to this principle where your focus goes, energy flows. If I am upset with my spouse, with a child, with a neighbor, whatever it is, if I'm upset and that's where my focus is, that's where my attention is, I'm going to have more energy go towards that. And what ends up happening is I start having more thoughts. The story gets bigger in my mind. I'm ruminating more on it of how wrong something was or you know how this is such a big problem. And I create it to be bigger and bigger and bigger because your brain is looking for it. If I think my husband isn't being present with our family because he has work that's crazy busy and he's doing school, which keeps him crazy busy, then I am looking for all of that and what he's doing. And guess what I'm missing? I'm missing to see the opportunities of where he is present, where you put your focus, energy flows. You experience that emotion that comes with that focus. So I want to go back to my daughter and her story here. So when she comes to me nightly on this school project, I ask her, this is what I do with my daughter, helping her her really figure out, is there a problem? I ask that question. Okay, right now, is there a problem? Is this project due now? And she'll answer, well, no, it's due in a week, week and a half. It's not due now. So I'll go, so you don't need to turn it in right now. It's not due in this moment. Well, no. And I said, okay, so right now there's no problem. Right now there's no problem. Your brain is going to some future potential problem that may or may not ever exist, right? Because you're focused on something that you need to have complete in the future and creating this now moment problem for you. And what are you needing to do right now? And she's like, well, I'm getting ready for bed. You know, it's time to go to bed. I'm getting ready to go to bed. And I remind her that she's also taking away her ability to access peace because she's stressing herself out and getting into overwhelm that something bad is going to happen in some future moment on this project because her parents aren't going to be physically present with her to help her see it through because we're not going to be in town. And so she takes away her peace. And my daughter that I love deeply needs peace to sleep well. And I remind her of that. Do you think that thinking and stressing out about this project right now is going to help you? 
And she usually answers with a no. Sometimes it's a yes when she's still up in all the stress and the anxiety of it. But when we can really think through this and bring her back to her present moment, the answer is a no. So we can get ready to go back to bed. And that's the next thing we talk about is how to take the power back. So what we talk about in the bedtime, like what can you do to prepare for the project? She's stressing herself out about this project. So I asked the question, what can you do to prepare? Well, I can start thinking about what kind of bird I want to create, what kind of beak it has, what kind of eyes it has, what kind of wings it has, what kind of feet it has. What does its habitat look like? Like she can go into this place and just start thinking about what she wants to create. And how much more exciting is it to create something when you're not in overwhelm, when you're not in stress and when you're not anxious about it? Your creative juices are going to be flowing when you're not in that space. Again, bringing this into her awareness. What else? Ask her what other resources, because resources seems to be a problem for her. She needs a poster board. So mom's like, absolutely. I'm going to be going grocery shopping. I will make sure to pick up the poster board. So you have that. What other resources do you have? Because she's stressing out about the way these wings look for her bird. And I said, what resources do you have that are really good at drawing things? And she said, well, I have a sister and I have a nanny. Okay. Cause when my husband and I are going out of town, my wonderful mother-in-law and nanny are going to be looking after our kids. And she knows that how artistic both her sister and her nanny are. And so she's like, they will be here for me to do that. And I'm like, absolutely. And let me tell you something else, girl, your mom is no artist. Like I am not a drawer. My stick figures aren't very good. When I look at what my daughter's able to produce compared to what I'm able to, it's just night and day difference in who has the artistic ability. So even if I was here, I really wouldn't be able to support her in her drawing needs. And so there it is again. Are there people here that you can leverage? And the answer for her was a yes, there will be. I said, who else can you leverage for this report? Well, my teacher, we're still having discussions in class and I have classmates that I can talk to, to kind of bounce some ideas off of. And I'm like, absolutely. So I'm going to ask you again, is there really a problem right now? No, there's not. And because the concern was mom and dad not being available, is there a problem that we're not going to be physically available to you? And again, the answer was no. And so we go through this process and her little brain that wants to create this problem in her present moment, even though there's something that's due in the future, which is why our brain is so good at creating problems, you know, finding problems, we work through it. And each time it's less time that it takes to get her back to a place of peace and focusing on the solution. What a wonderful thing. So I want you to check in with yourself. Are you focused on the problems of your life, the things that are not wanted, the unwanted things in your life, or are you focused on the solutions, the improvements of what you want to experience? Are you waiting for something outside of you to change or be different in some way? Or are you willing to be the change that you want to experience and regain access to your peace, love, and joy that I promise each one of us walking this planet has the ability to access those feelings all times. And it takes some conscious effort before it becomes effortless, but I promise you it's possible. Where are you putting your focus? Solutions or problems? Ask yourself that. 
discover what's more true for you of where you spend most of your time throughout your day. If I had to guess, because I have my own human brain, there's a lot of time spent in problems rather than in my solutions. And so I'm sharing this with you because this is an area that I am really focused on in my own world. Now, if you are having relationship problems and there's something that you continue to struggle with in your life and you'd like some support, then I want to invite you to schedule your free consultation call with me. Make sure to check out the show notes to reserve a call with me. And let's see what I can do to help you really create the life you want and the relationships you desire. Okay, until next time, you guys, I hope you have a fabulous week. Who is your relationship coach? If you don't have one, I would be honored to be your coach. I created a virtual program called Enlightened Relationships Academy that I would like to invite you to join me in, where we address challenges, work on your goals, and together create the life and the relationships you desire. When you are ready to take what you are learning on this podcast to the next level, then come check out Enlightened Relationships Academy at lindsaykporter.com forward slash E-R-A.